0: beautiful listeners welcome to nina's potty what do we do while on the potty well we think we dump we flush our waste away so sit with me on this potty and hear me dump my thoughts and flush my wasteful thoughts and feelings away i talk about life experiences mental health and relationships all with a pinch of comedic spice i'm on mondays wednesdays and fridays at uh whatever time I want a podcast. Let's get started. Hello, 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 my lovely listeners. Welcome to Monday's podcast. Today we are talking about addiction. I, over the weekend, was a little bit nervous. Not scared, but nervous as to how much of me I really want to share on here. I'm sure a few of you that are listening know me pretty well. And maybe even half of those few think you know me. <laughs> um, but let's get to it. Addiction is um, can be defined by an array of different situations. You can be addicted to comic books. You can be addicted to candy. You can be addicted to a, a certain individual. But then there's addiction where you're addicted to drugs and alcohol and substances that can really do some damage to your life, but also to your health. So I think for this episode, I want to talk about my addiction and the way it relates to my mental health. So I have depression and anxiety. I don't do very, I don't do well with stress. I don't do well with stressful situations or even being put under stress under stress, excuse me, especially when it comes to work. So I believe the profession that I was in, video editing and videography, you know, you had a time crunch. And I was given a lot of things to do, a lot of tasks and responsibilities were on my shoulders. I'm not saying that I'm not a responsible person, that I don't want to be responsible. I'm just saying that it was just a lot for me to handle. You know, being somebody who's in her 20s, no, not married, no kids, not very many responsibilities, financial responsibilities, not very many things to do in her life she gets bored I get bored (laughs) and I was so bored I needed something to do I needed something to keep me busy I needed something to take me away from my depressive state that I was always in every day because I got rid of my friends I got rid of that party lifestyle I just didn't want it anymore. But now that that was gone, I had nothing else to do in my life. So that's how I picked up this addiction. And it's really hard for me to say what it is. Because I'm embarrassed of it. Yeah, I am. I really, truly am embarrassed of it. It's not something that you hear about every day. Some people don't even know that you can be addicted to this thing. And now I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. Everything stresses me out. Everything gives me anxiety. But I feel like if I talk about it, there's going to be somebody out there who knows what it is that who knows what it is that i'm going through like i said in my last podcast on friday addiction is anything addiction it's it's the same we all all of the addictions are the same you know they they're basically the same concept they're the they're a disease it's in that same generalized group no matter what it is you're addicted to you're going to get withdrawals you're going to get an urge. You're gonna have that addiction, or you know, you can be you can be addicted to pornography, so you would have that urge to watch pornography. You can be addicted to sex; you have that urge to have sex all the time. You can be addicted to fentanyl, painkillers, heroin, crack, and you you would have that that urge to get these things into your system because your body cannot go a day without it. Alcohol, you're addicted to alcohol. Your body cannot function until you have that shot of whiskey in the morning or a bottle of wine in the afternoon. But for me, it was none of those things. Wasn't addicted to drugs and addicted to a certain kind of thing. So what was it that I was addicted to? But let me, let me go back to what I said was, was addicted to. Am I still addicted to it or was I addicted to it? What is it? Because I still have these urges. I still have these, you know, cravings for it. I want to run to it when I'm put into a stressful situation. I want to run to it when I am bored. I want to run to it when I'm sad and tired and angry. That was my go-to drug for everything. If I'm having a good day, I will go and do it because I want to reward myself. But in the end, I'm not rewarding myself. Okay, Nina, spit it out. What is it that you're addicted to? This might change your your judgment on me. And if it does... I'm so sorry I wasn't that person that you thought that I was. So there are these computer cleaners, these sprays that you spray on your car on your keyboard for your computer. That that substance. That spray can, compressed air duster. It makes Me so sick in the back of my mouth because I can taste it as I'm talking about it. I know what it feels like. My lungs are hurting right now just thinking about it. That's addiction for you. Straight up, right there. No beating about, about, (laughs) I can't even say it. No beating around the bush. It's the computer duster. the more that I say it, the more emotional I become because I am so disappointed in myself that it has gotten to that point of a chemical that is destroying my body. Do you know what it can do to you? I knew, I know what it can do to me, but I still want to do it. That is addiction. It's not meant to be inhaled. It destroys your lungs. It destroys your brain cells. It destroys your nerves, your nervous system. I get this jolting, excruciating pain in my leg. It's, it's nerve damage. I cannot hold my breath long anymore. No longer than 30 seconds. That's lung damage. I cannot remember what I did yesterday. I can't even remember. If somebody told me to put this on on the list in the afternoon, if somebody told me to do this certain thing in the morning, but to do it later on in the day, I'm not going to remember. I have to write everything down. I have notebooks. I have post-its everywhere now. I have pens everywhere around me because I have to write it down. I cannot remember. A simple 3 digit number you tell me a simple pin code i can't i can't remember it i have to write it down i have hurt my body and my mind so much it's almost ridiculous to even come to terms with it i don't speak well like i used to it it's hard for me to speak. It's hard for me to find the words to describe something or to explain something. You know, a lot of the times when I'm stuttering on this podcast, it's because I cannot get my brain to say what it is I want it to say. To say what it is my mouth wants to say. I can't. And I used to be able to speak so well and so fluently. You know, I graduated with a broadcast with a degree in broadcast journalism so that's why I want to try not to do too many edits on my podcast because I want you all to know the real me I want you to know that it's hard for me to search for the words to explain what it is I'm going through I want you to understand what this substance does to me I want you to understand that it is something that people are addicted to and maybe it changes your viewpoint on me maybe you think that i'm not a pretty girl anymore that i'm not a good person anymore maybe you know you're just going to not associate yourself with me and that's fine i'm not here trying to get likes to be popular i'm here because i know that there's people out there that are going through what i'm going through it doesn't even have to be duster, it can be heroin, it can be crack coke, it can be anything. You can be addicted to anything, but just know that all addictions are alike, being that it destroys us, it destroys families, it, it destroys dreams. you break people's trust. You break people's hearts. It took a lot for me to realize what I have until I actually lost it. I lost my life in Austin and my job due to my addiction. I have two court battles that I have to deal with because I was arrested with, with the substances in my vehicle. They arrest you for that shit, you know that? Excuse my language, they arrest you for that. For being passed out in your vehicle and having these substances in your car. It's called a control substance. Even though you can buy it at Walmart. You can continuously buy it at Walmart. All you have to do is just show your ID. Done. Here's your four cans. Here's your eight cans. And if you really want to hear how many cans that I've done... I can tell you right now. If not, then please skip ahead because it's going to get ridiculous. So you can buy these cans in four packs, up to four packs. Excuse me, up to a pack of four at Walmart. Yeah, I would buy that pack of four and I would be done with it in two hours. And I'd be surprised that I didn't have them anymore, so I'd go back again within another four hours. But I would go to another Walmart, so that way they don't recognize me that I came back to get these cans again. And then if I saw that they were only packaged in two, because they do sell them in in two, in packages of two, and they sell single cans. If I saw that they only had a package of two, I would get anxiety because I was like, "Mm -mm, I want my pack of four. But if they didn't have the pack of twos and they only sold them singles, I was like, I want my pack of four. So I would buy four or even six cans. I think the most I've bought, I grabbed two packs of the four cans. It's kind of grossing me out. I can feel it in the back of my my throat because I know exactly how it feels and what it tastes like. It's disgusting. And right now my nerves are aching and my my muscles are aching because my body wants that substance. It wants that substance so bad. How did I get addicted to this? I'm even trying to figure it out myself. I know I tried it one time couple of years into college. But I took took it the wrong way and I got sick and I started throwing up. And so I never did it again until just a few years ago. Maybe like three years ago. But I knew that this was something that I could do to get high off of that was cheap. That was cheap as hell. I knew it. So I was going to I was going to give it a chance, and I did, and I gave it that chance, and I was like, oh, my God, it takes me away to a place so far away. What does it do? It makes me high as a freaking kite, man. Like, my brain feels foggy. It literally does. It feels so foggy. You know, like my lungs start hurting, but like as soon as I release, I, uh, you know, I just get that dizziness. I get the feeling that, I, you know, I'm releasing all my problems away and I'm going to a completely different land. I hallucinated a lot. I remember I hallucinated me. You know, bleeding from my face now at night. It was there. The blood was dripping down my face, and I could see it on my hands. It was the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced. I kid you not, it was the most amazing experience. I imagined there was a dragon right on my shoulder, and I could see the wings. The wings were fluttering right there on my face. I felt the wings. I felt the dragon. There was a dragon on my shoulder. How cool is that? And then I would do stupid things. I would get up and go to raid the fridge and just snack and snack and snack. And I'd wake up and I'd, you know, find peanut butter all over me and juice spilt everywhere. And that was not my favorite time when I get high and then I raid the fridge. But I'm not encouraging you to go try this out for yourself because it's a fun experience because I know you can take two hits of that thing and you'd be dead. Why am I not dead? Why am I not dead? (laughs) I used to do eight cans in one whole week for a year and a half. For 18 months for 18 months I did these cans 8 cans a week you do the math, I'm not good at math I hate math by the way so that's why my memory is low, I have nerve damage I have anxiety I don't have great lung capacity anymore. <sighs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> my lungs hurt. That's why my heart hurts. I get chest pains, really, really sharp chest pains in my heart. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. If I die, seriously, check my heart because I'm pretty sure that that's what it is that I'm dying from. It's because my heart is working double time. For my body that is just shutting down on itself because of this poison that I put into my system. And I'm thinking about it now and I'm like, what the hell did I do to myself? Why did I do this to myself? Do I want to die? Did I want to kill myself? I don't think I cared about it. I don't think I cared about running that risk. I don't think I did. You know, when you're addicted to something, you don't care about the repercussions. You don't. You don't care about taking money from your family. You don't care about the damage you're doing to your body. You don't care about the law. You think you can get away with it, but you can't. Oh, I've also messed up my teeth as well. My teeth chip. Like, when you... That chemical destroys everything in your body. You take in that chemical and that gas is still around your teeth and it it wears your teeth down. So a lot of my teeth are just chipping away on on themselves because there's no enamel there anymore. I've passed out with the can completely ice cold, frigid, because when you spray the can, it, it becomes frigid. And I've passed out on that can. That can I was stuck on my cheek at one time. And then when I woke up, (sniffs) there went my skin and I have scars on my right side of my cheeks. So if you see discoloration on the right side of my cheeks, it's the scars. They're burns. They're second degree burns. Third degree burns. I know what that is. I I've, I've passed out with the can in my right hand and it settled into my right arm. And when I woke up, it was stuck. I ripped it off. 3rd degree burns on my right forearm and my right bicep. My uh, inside of my arm. Bubbles. When you get bubbles in your skin, that's a 3rd degree burn. It was huge. It hurt. Like the Dickens. I have a scar. I have scars. (laughs) So. I want to cover that up with tattoos. But each time I look at my arm. I'm like you. You are so beautiful. You are so beautiful. And you messed. You messed up what God gave you. And now it's there for you to remind yourself of how damaging this addiction is, of how you've hurt yourself inside and outside. I just want so bad not have this <laughs> take over my life anymore. I spent so much money on this stupid drug. It's hard for me when you know when I go to AA meetings or I go to meetings and it's just like you don't understand what it is that I'm going through because you don't even have meetings for what it is that I do. The counselors that I go to have never even heard of this. I'm like, how do you not know you're a counselor? This is pretty common. It's pretty common in young adults, in teenagers even. You know, maybe not older adults. Because it's like such a juvenile thing. But I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, it's better than cocaine or heroin. You know, I don't show up with like scratches on my neck and looking completely terrible like i was just dragged out from the dead but it doesn't matter it's all the same thing i remember waking up the next day after i did about like what four or six cans and i had to go to work i was groggy as hell i didn't have any makeup on i barely even brushed my hair put my clothes on and like i could smell the chemicals on me it was disgusting That was kind of like a hangover. I got no sleep. My body was completely sore. So sore because I would spend the night getting up and waking up and doing random things. And when I pass out on that chemical, my body is jolting. My body is jolting. My body is shaking. My body is basically going into convulsions. It's a very scary thing to be addicted to. Any drug is very scary. Addiction is very scary. So when I was talking about people making fun of Demi Lovato on on Friday. Because she was in rehab or she almost died. Like, it's not funny at all. To me, because I've been there. I mean, I could have done so many more cans and just completely pass out and nobody would ever find me because I I was stuck in my room all day nobody would even come and check in on me because you know I could have been passed out dead in my bed there's a reason why I'm still alive and I'm still trying to figure it out but I think it's because I'm supposed to be here to talk to you guys about my my situations and To hopefully get somebody out there that relates and to know that they're not alone. And if you are addicted to this certain substance, you need to go check in and get help. You really do. You might say that it's only one can, but that can is going to turn to two, to four, to eight, to however many cans that I've done in a year and a half. It's going to get worse the more that you're on it. And it's going to get worse the more that you're off of it. I kid you not. Every time I go to Walmart, I cannot pass by the electronics section without getting, like, that sickness in my throat, that taste of the air can in my mouth. I cannot, I cannot get that, get through that. It's so hard for me. And what is this going to do for me? Telling you guys about what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I have friends here that are listening to me, and I'm so sorry that you have to hear this, but this is me, and this is what I'm going through, unfortunately. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want you to know that you have a friend who is going through addiction and mental health problems. That's all I want you to know. And if I have family listening, I want you to know that I'm so sorry for hurting you in any way possible. I'm so sorry for scaring you. I'm so sorry for calling you every night because I was alone. Or calling you every night because I was high and I wanted somebody to talk to. I'm sorry that I've destroyed this perfect image that you had of me. I'm just sorry. And to anybody that I have Loved or that I do love. I hope that this doesn't change your perception of me because this is me. And this is the baggage. All my life I've been so scared of not being loved. Not finding somebody to love me for who I am. And this is who I am. This is a lot of. Damn these debt collectors! I tell you. They always gotta call me in the middle of a of a amazing broadcast. But like I said, I, I, to my loved ones, to the one that I am loving. I just hope that this doesn't change your perception of me, because I've always wanted to be loved for who I am. but I never really had it planned out to where I want somebody to love me for my addiction <laughs> or I want somebody to love me because I have an addiction or I want somebody to love me even though I have an addiction All I ever wanted in my plan was that I wanted that I want somebody to love me but that word me comes with so much baggage. It just scares me that I'm going to lose people because of me. I I started this broadcast. Because I wanted some somewhere where I can dump all my feelings, all my thoughts, and my worries. And I know I said broadcast. I meant to say podcast. It's hard for me because I'm a broadcaster and a podcaster. <laughs> it's hard for me to figure out which platform I'm on. I needed somewhere to dump my thoughts. And my feelings. And then just to flush them all away so that I have a new day started. I hope that this helps you into further understanding the world of addictions. And all the different things that people can be addicted to. I hope that you've learned something. And I hope, again, that it doesn't change your perception of who I am. And if it does, then that's okay. Because I'm not worried about losing people. You know, I'm not hung up on losing people. I'm I'm worried about losing myself and losing me. Because all the while... When I was addicted to this substance, I lost who I was. I was a funny person, an outgoing person. I had a lot of friends. I didn't hate anybody or anything. Nothing ever bothered me. I took care of myself. You know, I was working out pretty heavily. I had things to do. I had hobbies. I I was able to go to places by myself without worrying that I'm by myself. But addiction just takes takes over you and you become somebody completely different. I just want to find myself again. And you guys who are following me are in for a pretty long journey. <laughs> my quest of fighting myself again so what do you think do y'all hate me now (laughs) anyway that's it for today guys like I said I hope you got something out of it on Wednesday I want to talk about relationships huh yeah, let's talk about relationships on Wednesday. That'll be a good topic. What I've gone through, and what I've learned, and what I'm currently going through. I think that'd be pretty fun to listen to and talk about. But I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll catch you later.